Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Well, the Super Bowl is one day short of three months away. And the information is trickling in as to who is going to be performing the uh, night before the big game. We talked about this at Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake. is doing yeah. that big club nomadic. Okay. Your first entertainers. Florida Georgia Line. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What do you think? The, right. People love them. People love them. I mean, yep, they, they, they played with Nelly. They filled the Target yeah, Center. Backstreet Boys, yeah. too. Yeah. So where will they play? At the at the, at the pop up at Mystic. Oh, it's okay. called um, Club Nomadic. Club Nomadic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. All right. Very exciting. Well, before we get to our uh, human interest story that we've got a little audio from, I wanted to share with you a human interest story that I just thought this was amazing. Story because I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes last night. I did. Uh, the story on Puerto Rico. Yeah, yes. heartbreaking. And just like, I mean, that the people, it's the longest anyone's ever been without power. They're yeah. going to continue to be without power and just dire because of the terrain, a number of things. But anyway, I loved this story only came out. It, it wasn't promoted by TJ Maxx and their parent company because TJ Maxx is Marshall's, TJ Mac, and Home Good. Right. Home and goods. Home goods. Thank mm-hmm. you. It came out because a Facebook post, which was written in Spanish, went viral. And this guy, um, he's the father. Uh, his son works at Marshall's. Okay. And he just wrote a post just saying, this is so amazing. My son is continuing to get paid, even though the stores aren't open. There are 29 TJ Maxx Stores in Puerto Rico, only a couple of them are open, but all the employees are continuing to get paid. That's amazing. Because That's amazing. And the company, the only thing they said about it when they were contacted after this Facebook post went viral, they just said, well, we believe it's the right thing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. I like knowing that about TJ Maxx, Mar- TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Homewoods, and that there's 29 TJ Maxx in, in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. That kind of sounds like a lot. Yeah, but you know, over the whole island right? and everything. And uh, so, anyway, uh, he th- that's all they said. They didn't want him to be. We they're like, how, the right they thing. didn't ask how they found right. out, but it was this guy's viral uh, post, and so. That's, That's very cool. Very cool. Because, of course, how can stores be open without electricity? Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, how do you run right. and charges yeah. and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. There's just, I mean, it was just, like, unbelievable. You know, one of the military men that they talked about, uh, they, they talked with, said that it could be January or February before people get their power back. And then, do you remember he said after that? And some people summer. Next summer. Next summer before they get power back. 
Well, they have remember, to bring in all the tr- the yeah. power lines. Yeah. I mean, it just took everything down. And unfortunately for Puerto Rico, the uh, utilities electric company was basically bankrupt. Yeah. And they hadn't made any improvements in, in years. years. And all the good people had already quit. Yep. And yeah, yeah, I know. And then they hired that good company with two full-time employees yeah. out of Great Falls, Montana. Yeah, and they did briefly touch on that and yeah. said Congress is investigating how they got that contract. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday in New York City, the New York City Marathon, uh, it's always uh, run on the first weekend, first Sunday in November. Uh-huh. We know people who've run in it. Yes, we do. Huh? I don't know how many people run in it, but we did. 50,000 runners. Wow. And when you put that in perspective, how many run grandmas well, where it feels like so many? They count. The marathon is counting the half marathon. Oh, That's okay. what all, because if you count the half marathon with Duluth grandmas, that's about 7,500 that run the 26.2 full marathon and 10,000 run the half marathon okay. and probably 2,000 do the 5K. So, you know, that's so about a 20,000. Right. Compared to 50,000 50, runners. So wow. here, let's play the audio because there was a little history made mm-hmm. yesterday in New York City. We're back now with the first American woman to win the New York City Marathon in 40 years. Shalane Flanagan completed the race in just under two hours, 27 minutes. And George and I had a chance to speak with her just moments ago. So congratulations. Has it has it sunk in? No, I think I'm on a high and adrenaline rush. I'm sure tomorrow will kind of come down, but I didn't sleep last night. Life is good. That's endorphins, yeah, the endorphins are still kicking in. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So you also ran the Boston Marathon the year of the bombing, and I yes. know this week's attack was on your mind as well. Yes, you know, it's amazing how things work out. In 2014, Meb Kaflesky won the Boston Marathon for our nation and to heal the city of Boston. And I felt like when I saw the events unfold this past week, I thought this is the moment that Americans need something to feel good about. And I was thinking about the importance of what I was doing in those final miles and thinking about, I really want to bring a smile to New Yorker's face today. And I'm so happy that I could. And when you cross that finish line like that, something that, and and first of all, thank you for thinking that in the final miles of of everything that's gone on here. But this is a moment that you've been dreaming about all your life. How was it when it finally came true? I've been dreaming of a moment like this Hmm. since I was a little girl. I mean, all, all athletes have these dreams and these visions, and we, it's what motivates us to get out the door to train hard. And I visualized a moment like this, and so I was trying to soak it up, but I was also running a little terrified that I was going to get caught. Um, but it was one of those, like, I, I couldn't believe it. It really is a dream sensation mm-hmm. and um, definitely a pinch-me kind of moment. When did- she she ran two hours, 26 minutes, and 53 seconds. So it wasn't a record time or anything, but... Female running has been dominated by the Kenyans and Eastern, like Eastern European yes. countries, Russia, Ukraine. Yep. It's really mm-hmm. been dominated by... 40 years since an American woman has won. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And she's a cookbook author. I mean, she's been sponsored by Nike since 2004. So she must be yeah. consistent. She's been a four-time runner. Olympian. She holds records. She runs um, for the past 16 years. She runs 100 plus miles a week. Yeah. And this book is Run Fast, Eat Slow. So it's about nutrition when you're running and you need to access your carbohydrates really quickly. Yeah. But I was very, um, I think she said something that um, uh, that when you're, you have to visualize the dream of winning something, 
you know, when she was talking about that, that yeah. was kind of interesting, I thought. We have, we have one more. Do we have more? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. And so where do you go from here? Because you kind of danced around a little bit like this could be toward the end of your career. So where are you with this? Well, I'm 36. Um, I love what I do. I'm very passionate about running. Um, But there are other things in my life that I I love. And um, cooking. Cooking. I was here about a year ago um, with my cookbook, Run Fast, Eat Slow. And um, so, yeah, there's other ways I want to contribute to the sport. And I want to teach young women and um, how to eat eat well and how to take care of themselves and so yeah I have other passions that I think are starting to bubble up and you've got two foster daughters at home are they runners yes they're sprinters <laughs> yes so they they were very excited about yesterday which was incredible it runs in the family yes yeah, yes mom, dad and all that yes uh, you, you talked about eating well but we heard after uh, you won yesterday when you were asked what's the first thing you wanted to do you said you wanted a donut <laughs> yes. um, do we happen to have just in case oh no just in awesome. case oh here we are oh, oh. oh my gosh you guys yes. are the best thank, thank you, you oh my gosh did you have a donut after I didn't I had some New York pizza though <laughs> Oh my god. They brought out all these delicious oh, looking Dunkin' Donuts. I saw but, them. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And I mean, even like Grandma's Marathon, it's been dominated by the Kenyan runners. Right. Oh, yeah. And the woman, she beat the number one Kenyan woman, I can't think of her name, had won for the past three years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, really, yeah. a big deal that she won. Yeah, so that's. That's kind, That's of, kind cool. of fun. Forty-two-year-old Mickey Mickey Gorman was the last American to win it in seventy-seven. Yeah. And by the way, she also won it in seventy-six. She well, won it back to back. All right, there you go. Thirty years ago. All right. Well, listen. It is that, that time. time. Random. It, thoughts. It's that time. It's Watch that time. out. <laughs> Radio home of highly skilled DVR operators. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. What all right, did, woman. What did everyone <laughs> say today was National Nacho, nacho Day? day. Yeah. Nacho Day. Mm-hmm. Nacho Day. Nachos this weekend. Did you? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a good nacho? Did you just sing Nacho Day to the tune of the village people? Yes. That was good. Nacho, Nacho Day. (laughs) No, Nacho, Nacho Day. Okay, so here is, uh, Donnie posted this, the man, a 62-year-old man, his name is Ram, from Jaipur in India, has been growing his mustache since 1970. Whoa. He spends two hours every day grooming it. What? He must be single. (laughs) <laughs> well, right, to ensure its continued growth, and he washes it one night a week. So he has won the Guinness Book of World Record uh, for I, his mustache and beard, and he is I gotta look at so this cute. Picture. It's right yeah, here. Check it out. Um, oh, my word. <laughs> both the mustache and the beard have always been a symbol of pride for men, so he's been able to earn fame a name and respect for his mustache, says Ram. But does he tie it around his body when he has to go to the bathroom? I don't. Or must he must? It must serve as a belt, a necklace, um, <laughs> bracelets. Mm-hmm. And he says um, people always compliment his mustache, including the chief of ministry, vice presidents, and the president of India. Um, and so he was asked, "How do you keep your stash so long and luxurious?" And Conditioner. He, he uses various herbal oils to help maintain the health. And he massages his beard with a concoction of olive, mustard, and coconut oil. 
Boo. Stinky. Yeah. And once I've done the mustache, I wash my beard with water infused with filler, fuller earths that I keep overnight, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. He spends two and a half hour grooming it. He only washes his beard, though, um, once every, his mustache once every two weeks and the beard once every week. Thank you for filling us in on all of that good detail. I know. I really, you're not going to forget. You're not. Okay. You're not going to forget that picture either if you look at it. No. What are the names of your nieces and nephews? Mine? Uh Uh-huh. There's too many. No, you're missing it. Oh. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that that a joke joke or something? Mm -hmm. Oh. Nibblings. Oh, nibbling. Oh, we can't get you. That was last I week. I took you literally. I, I'm just going to see if anyone's <laughs> going to remember said that. that. I took because you didn't say what do you call a group of nieces, okay. and you okay. said what are they? What are their names? That's correct. Right. Yeah. The uh, question was incorrectly uh, phrased. Oh, thank you. It's on my fault. <laughs> it okay, is. so season nine for this amazing uh, Norwegian um, reality show called Alt for Norge. Norg. Um, this is like the ninth season they're casting at the Mall of America. Oh. Um, this Norwegian reality t- reality TV show takes 12 Norwegian Americans to Norway to connect with their roots. Are you Norwegian? Yes, I am. Okay. While competing in cultural and adventure challenges, the winner gets $50,000. Wow. Of the show's 96 contestants in the past eight years, 26 have been from Minnesota and really? two have won. So two people have won. So already. when are we going to the trial? All right. The open ca- casting is from nine to three. Um, Donnie, see when it is. Oh, it doesn't say it doesn't short? have a date ah. at the MOA at the yeah. MOA executive right, center, I'll which is located on the level four East. Okay. You must have some Norwegian mm-hmm. ancestry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. easy for you to say. Be 18 years old. And have not traveled to Norway after the age of 14. Mm-hmm. Eligibility rules um, prohibit anyone who's traveled from Norway re- to Norway recently from being on the show. So you really can't have been there in quite a while. I, I haven't Lori, been Lori, what if we tried you out for this? I even know my hometown that you my do? grandmother came from. What is it? Or her, Linus, Norway. Linus. Linus, Norway. Like this Ooh. is your opportunity. L-E-I-N-E. And I could yes. carry your bags. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, did you see when it is? I'm trying to find out, Julia. I know okay. America's I, I Got know Talent has got uh, Alt- tryouts happening in Milwaukee. Oh, really? Yeah. Alt for Norge. Um, let's see. All for Norway? Is that what that means? Probably. Mm-hmm. Casting call. It's the, oh, this is season eight. Oh, Donnie, you got to find it. It's season um, yeah, nine we're looking for. I believe it's not the story. Well, where did you get the story? Star Tribune. You think they would put that in there? All right, here it is. Casting season nine. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll figure it out. All right. Coming episode, though, soon yes. at the Mall of America. Like, I, you, oh. you could wear... Yes. You could wear your... Um, I think Your fair aisle sweater looks slightly. I think it's Friday, um, Friday, December first. But Donnie, you got to clarify. Okay. But if you want to do that, wouldn't that be fun, Lori? It would. I went to the casting call for the ten thousand dollar pyramid. You did. Maybe you should go to Alt for Norge. Yeah. Would you? Um. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. How long does filming last? I have so many questions. I know. Well, we don't have a lot of things Mm -hmm. to tell you anything about anything. All right. Um. Here's. That's excellent information to pass on to everybody. We don't. We don't. Well, it. You would think in the story would tell you the date. I'm just speaking in general. I know. Okay. So So you know. It's in the story, Julie. It says Saturday. Which Saturday? This coming Saturday. All right. It says casting for season nine. It's on Saturday. It's in the oh, first line of the well, story. Well, fine. I didn't read that. <laughs> I started at the bottom and went backwards. That I was reading was... in Hebrew style. I thought you went in the other room to read and highlight today. You said you were going in the other room to read and highlight. That means the read first and line highlight. Of the story. Is it really, Donnie? Yes. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. All right. So here's here's what the takeaway today is. Okay. When you read and highlight, if you don't underline twice, it doesn't it doesn't with like, a pen and in two colors. In two colors. <laughs> don't forget the star. <laughs> and remember exactly. Okay, so um feng shuiing your bedroom. Feng shui. Is, feng shui. Mm-hmm. Your bedroom is very important for how you sleep, your energy center, your balance of your chai or chi. Whatever's happening. That's why I say no television in the bedroom. That is a rule. I mean, for feng shui. Yes, it is a feng shui Shui. shui rule. Here are the rules. If you don't have a headboard on your bed... You got to get one. You got to get one ASAP. Well, unless you're in college or in your 20s. Doesn't matter. We'll make one. Be up against a wall and then put some decorations. I got a wicker one from Pier 1 that I just put up against the wall and slam my mattress against... The the bed against the headboard just to have. A headboard. I have no headboard in my guest rooms. Am I going to have to go get them so people well, feel settled in the pe- best guest rooms? If people want to have any kind of sexy time in your bedroom, it is nice to have something to hold on to. Oh, well, you can stand on the floor and bend over. Did I say that? Oh, I didn't say that out loud. No, I didn't say that out loud. Did I say that out loud? I didn't mean to. Moving on. Having too much. Um, electromagnet stress in the room. So avoid TV. having your radio alarm by your head, your mobile phone by your head, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have natural materials, mm-hmm. cottons, wools, silk. Beautiful, nice, good bedding that good, feels good But on you your have skin. to have good bedding and you can't have too many patterns on it. You can't have crazy geometric yeah. things going on it. You really want... You don't want too much fire elements overstimulating you, and that's what geometric patterns are. So you want to be in soft, muted colors, mm-hmm. um, like florals or gentle swirls or nothing at all. Okay. Peaches, and then finally, white. finally, poor circulation in the room is detrimental. You need to have a ceiling fan or a window open, but you need to have circulation happening, and um, you need to have shades that go all the way dark. Blackout shades. Black so you can get dark, dark. Yeah, right. Okay, and then and call us back next week when you're sleeping like a baby. Every day. <clears throat> okay. Every day. You, oh. Then you let us know when you get those headboards for your guests. Yeah. All right, here's I'm John with it. the trip.
Why are we playing this song? Because if you saw Thor this weekend, you saw this song was played twice. Yeah. Just amazing. Except it's not Crazy now, Train. Now, what song is it again? The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Oh, all right. So you were close. Oh, my gosh. You, you were close. Led Ballpark. Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. <laughs> Black Sabbath, Crazy Train was in the movie. Now is the song. Uh, sometimes it's heavy metal. All songs alike. Well, you know what I'm saying? True, Do yeah. not confuse Led Zeppelin. Well, Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath were huge at the, about the same time. Oh, Crazy yeah, Train well, is a great song. It and is, it is, I know, but Led Zeppelin is so far above. Well, that may be, but Led Zeppelin doesn't play anymore. That's true. You know, no. not like Black Sabbath has kept going and going. Going they, and going. They said farewell last year. All right, uh, Julia. Yes, dear. Taylor Swift has. Her song, Who? Gorgeous, yeah. the one we listened to yeah. last Friday, it's her 14th number one hit on Billboard's digital song chart. She's now tied with Rihanna for most number ones on that chart. I've always thought the Billboard was a bunch of BS. Well, but Billboard is the thing that records are. Yeah, I don't why, know why, why you think BS? that. Why do I you don't think know. it's BS? It's just it's because because they take it's, it so deep. Billboard 200 songs, top 100. I just feel like it's too well, deep. But that's how they've always, always done it. Bad. I think that you're you're cal- you're just like throwing it that out It is not there. number one, though. I am on the Billboard 100 right but now. But it went to number one. It was at number one. So she's tied with Rihanna for digital song sales chart. All right. So she's just tied. And, you know, I suppose since you don't believe in Billboard, we're going to have to refine (laughs) all of our music stories that count on Billboard. You'll be counting Billboard numbers when it comes to Kelly Clarkson. I bet then you won't dismiss it. But but according to Billboard, um, Rockstar by Post Malone and Bodak Yellow by Cardi B are number one and two. So I don't know. Digital song sales chart so it oh, just I, means the number of that downloads. it got downloaded yes, i get it yeah get so it. this is but that's what's right. sitting at number one on another chart got it for right. what's being yeah, right got do you understand yes. yeah, i totally get it okay love it that you're fact checking uh bill i'm so wow. i'm still gonna go to the digital downloads because i think she's making up her own stuff i'm kidding go. she's not so anyway <laughs> but diplo it is funny i swear he must have been looking at billboard because he uh gave an interview um, or it's from a Rolling Stone interview leaked where Diplo is bringing up um, Taylor Swift again. And they had a, remember they had a thing a couple years ago when about her butt? He wanted to start a, a, a what are those called? Fundraiser, chart starters. What's the name of Someone those? Someone should make a Kickstarter, Kickstarter to get Taylor Swift a booty. Yeah. That was a couple oh. years yeah. ago, and her fans went crazy. Now in this leaked Rolling Stone interview, he's saying music is in the hands of the kids. Streaming is literally what kids want to listen to over and over again. They want to listen to Rockstar and Bodak, Bodak Yellow. They don't want to listen to, like, look what you made me do. Right. Ooh. Um, the music doesn't relate to them at all. I don't think it ever did. They were only given that by radio and marketing budgets. Again, I referring. absolutely love this. He also said he loves, very impressed with Post Malone. That's who's number one, according to this. Donnie, if you could yeah. just find that rock star song. I don't even know what it is. Uh, I'll check we out play that right it. Now. We, we play it, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can relate to him. This is Diplo in the Rolling Stone interview. I can relate to him more than Taylor Swift. And after he did that, just like he did before, then Taylor's fans spam them with snake emojis. Got it. 
and just give him hundreds of emoji snakes. Didn't he have to turn off his Instagram or whatever? He did before in a in a GQ interview a couple years ago in January. He called Taylor Swift fans crazy and evil. He said it's just they're the worst people in the world. <laughs> they're fans. evil. They're horrible. Those Taylor Swift fans. Lily Allen. They're twelve years old. They're mean. Yeah, they're Li- so mean. Lily Allen, uh, the singer, com- tweeted back to him. Maybe a forty-year-old man should stop lecturing much younger, more successful whim- uh, woman about how to do her job. Yep. There you so, go. Anyway, um, I don't know if I don't know. Uh, what to say about this. I guess I know that Rolling Stone still doesn't have a buyer and somebody's worried their story isn't going to make whatever (laughs) issue of Rolling Stone magazine. (laughs) So probably the person who did the interview with Diplo did the leaking on this in case it never makes it to print edition. Did you want to hear this Post Malone thing? Sure. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong song. It's, I'm trying to find it's a... It's Rockstar. Cl- I Rockstar. know, but I have to find a clean version. Yeah, okay. right, right. No, I feel like we played on our station a clean really? version. I, okay, I don't know why check. I think I, I don't do. know. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Because we learned what Bodoc Yellow meant. Yeah. I knew. Do you it was remember? Slang. I don't know. It was like something. It's stripper. telling you sleep with someone, and then you tell everyone he's got a little. Oh, a little Johnson. Wiener. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. wiener. Yeah, that's Bodak Yellow. Bodak. This is Post Malone. No, we don't play this. No, I know we don't, Lori. Because I never mixed up with another song. Big time. Rock star. Like I was seventeen, and I want to be a rock star. Well, there was a song called Rockstar, right? Yeah, yeah, by, yeah. by Nickelback. I'm a yeah. rockstar. The no. band that everybody I loves born today. born in the 70s. No, it wasn't. Okay, well, speaking of Taylor, so <laughs> once that the great tittle banging of 2016 was over, her new boyfriend, how does she get her boyfriend's modeling jobs? They, or is it just coincidental? Because Joe Alwyn is the new face of Prada. I, here's what I think happens when she starts dating these guys. Okay, so people set her up with this guy over in the UK. He's okay. 27. He looks younger than my children. He looks like a pouty 13-year-old yeah. in these Prada He ads. does. And so what happens when she starts dating them and likes them, she switches their agents. Let's get you to a better agent, agent. that has more power, that has more connections across more different platforms. We can do modeling. We can do because product remember, endorsement. Remember? We can do commercials, you know. Uh, Hiddleston did the, uh, Gucci, the Gucci that was tragic. And then he did the underwear, uh, poses and, and yes, in the W magazine and it was painful. Yes. Still makes me laugh if I look at those. Yes. But so I think when you get, I mean, she'd be a good person to be in a relationship with if you're an up and coming star Yeah, all right. because she knows everybody. Oh, he looks like he's in one of the photos. He looks like Can you please post these? Oh my God. Please, Laurie, because he really looks like a child. He, he... This is not good. These photos are not good. It's just like... He's wearing our weekend um, coat with an oversized man fanny pack. Well, it looks like a members-only jacket. And Prada, (laughs) that's not good, okay? 
Lori, everything. A belted members only every, jacket. Right, with um, a wide collar for a feminine thing. Do you so see you could, him? When, when, I, um, when you can pull it up if the I'm wind's sorry, blowing. I'm sorry, Joe, but when I first saw this photo, I thought it was a woman. No, yeah, he <laughs> does I, look I'm like serious. a woman. I it's, thought it was a woman. I thought that the Gucci <laughs> photos of Tom Hiddleston were bad, where he's lounging around in his velvet outfit with his crushed slippers and the big dog in the fireplace. It was just so sad, but the W Magazine photos, just two paper knickers, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Maybe I should just remind people. Why don't of you this. remind us, please? Because I remember it. And he was wearing um tight he was wearing white boxers that didn't look thick. The cotton was thick enough. Oh, it looked like they've been washed so many I can't times. Stop laughing. <laughs> they've been washed so many times that they wore out because they were 50-50, so they're part polyester and part cotton, and they started to get balls on them. I know this it, pair of underwear because I did my dad's laundry. Yes. <laughs> that, that is why it's so thin it could be a, a I, hanky at this I point. I know. So in-depth, the Hanes 5050. Uh, may I read to you Prada's description? Please, please, You will please, love this. Please. Establishing Joel Alwyn as the new Prada protagonist, these images elevate Alwyn both physically and metaphorically. He is a conqueror, an adventurer, an idol, a new, definitely heroic embodiment of the Prada masculine idea. Oh, I am telling you. When you look <laughs> at these photos... It looks like someone took out his... Um, he also looks like someone who threw a tantrum because his mom took away the rest of his Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. That's how uh, young. What's his name again? Gorgeous Joe, Joe Alwyn looks. Oof. Oh, I'm telling you. People, I wish we had a television right now. I guess I don't think of her as, but you're right, Julia. She must say you're going to get new management. Oh, come on. We can, let's make, you let's know, elevate your shining star because I don't want to be the one that makes money. I want you to make money too. Yeah. Now the photos that W did air uh, of, of Tom, they did airbrush his wiener shadow out of the, the very sheer boxer so that it just, it's not there. It's not pointing down anymore like it is in the other photos that I just saw. Um, if you want mm-hmm. to send us um, any photoshopping, oh, we can get to the bottom of yeah. it right away. And how Why often do you get to say wiener shadow? Oh. And well, because it was boxers, they couldn't do the Wonder Bread yeah, trick. Yeah, right. To conceal. Well, you'd have to wear underwear under the underwear. Yeah, exactly. And they wanted you to see just how nice and sheer mm. these underwear were. Oh gosh! All right, for Calvin Klein. Hi everybody. How yeah. is how is everybody doing out there? All right, that is just I don't even know. What but to so say. let's just go back to the fact. Yeah, that Diplo says the kids don't want to listen to Taylor Swift anymore. Yeah, I I don't know why he says that. Other than <laughs> he, that, he wanted a headline. I don't like him. That is what I'm coming down. I'm coming down to I don't like Diplo and I never I didn't I haven't liked him since he went with Katy Katie Perry, Perry in the blue denim and they were trying to channel JT and Brittany. I just thought you're too old for that. Yeah. Look, mister. And every time he plays at the radio festival that we've gone to in Vegas, he headlines one of the nights. What do we do? Leave. <laughs> Absolutely. Why? We don't want to listen to him. I don't, no, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, we know some of his songs and they're fine, but uh, nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You were exactly (laughs) right about that. This was yet another compelling moment brought to you by Taylor Swift. Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift and her music, uh, her album company, whatever it's called, 
He sponsored that last seg- segment. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, and Joe needed- Prada, 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 Edge. Prada, Prada owes us a pair of shoes. We'll split it. <laughs> we'll each wear one. Before you know it, we'll be broadcasting from the Taylor Swift Studios. Right. <laughs> Look what that. you made us do, Taylor. Exactly. All right. No. Listen. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, uh, Diddy, and we also are going to Hollywood speak. Paris Hilton. The radio home of. Is that new show on Netflix any good? My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, let's get to it. So, I think we got a Hollywood speak, uh, Diddy. Let's listen to Diddy. Um, just say it in his own words about his new name. John Combs, the artist formerly known as P. Diddy, decided to mark his 40th birthday by changing his name yet again. Have a look. I decided to change my name again. I'm just, I'm just not who... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I am before. I'm something different. So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. That's right. He's now Brother Love, but name changes are not unusual for the rapper. Sean was known as Puff Daddy in 97. A year later, he used the name Sean John. Puffy was his name in my TRL days in 99. After that, he was known as P. Diddy. Remember P. Diddy yes. ran the city? Diddy yep. runs the city? Yep. Then it was just Diddy. Now it's Brother Love. <laughs> like, I mean, we already have Quest Love. Right? True. Yeah. And so I'm not sure that... And Kevin Love. That's yeah. right. Buddy Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went heck of a Thanksgiving for the Love family. I'm so Johnny excited Love. to let you all know that I'm officially changing my name to Josh. P. Diddy. It's available. I've been waiting. You've been waiting for, forever. For a while now. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm just not who I am before. He's turning 40. <laughs> And eight, that just re- eight. 48, 48, but it reeks of desperation and midlife crisis. This is a man who doesn't have as much testosterone flowing anymore. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, well, the Go W, the W E E W W E. Yeah, there's a wrestler. There's a wrestler named Brother Brother Love, and he has been Brother Love since June of 1988. You know he was on vacation because it looked like there was a. They palm were in tree. Mexico. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like. I'm just not who I am before. I feel like that's daiquiri margarita tequila induced. <laughs> and we're not going to hold you to it, Diddy. They were staying at Joe Francis Francis house yeah. in Punta Mita. Yeah. While having a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, love, brother love. Good AKA luck. AKA brother, brother love. love. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck. And, and I, I decided to change my name again. And he, I'm like, no one could talk him out of doing that silly I know. Video. Okay, so uh, Julia had Donnie post this. This is the Fifty Shades free trailer, yes. which comes out on um, in February. On February and February 14th. The third movie. Mm-hmm. But did they really mean to say on the trailer, don't miss the climax? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Fifty Shades Free. Freed. 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 Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, okay. They're, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a steamy trailer. It really is. And um, how come they're just getting to the wedding and the honeymoon in the third one? Didn't that happen in the second one? I never saw the second one. No, but I mean, we read the books. Well, like we remember the books. Uh, I remember I quit reading in the third well, book. Well, I, I remember being in pain in that second book. Yeah. All right. All I know is that the car it, she is driving, driving is, is is an Audi. Yeah, all right. And um the it, trailer looks good and they want they wanted to put in climax in that. Uh, of, course of course they, they did. did. But yeah. um we just want you to know that 50 it's like watching an erotically charged car commercials what people are saying. Yeah, basically. And the car is this new beautiful Audi. So they probably Uh-huh. Audi and the 50 Shades franchise go way back. The books are full of references to the luxury car brand mm-hmm. and when the movie adaptation came around, Audi bought the per- bought the Yeah, perfect. Sponsorship. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. novelists out there, be sure and name drop a good, you know, brand yeah, name. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, Paris Hilton, um She's been popping up a lot lately, and she's been dropping her thoughts on this, that, and the other thing. But her boyfriend, who, if you watch The Leftovers, right. they said he was good in... He's a real actor. He is a real and actor. really good looking, too. And she always tells us whoever she's dating, they're the one. But yes. she's telling us weekly, this this guy's really the one. But I think this is... This is she said, I think we're the only couple that never fights. Oh, no, I think there are a lot of other ones out there. I think they're also the only couple who ever smiles at each other, Julia, if we're going to take it to (laughs) that extreme. Um, Anyway, and probably uh, she said in the interview, it's I, 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 I think Paris runs the show with her boyfriend. With this guy. Oh, yeah. All of her boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And so when Paris says they can have an argument, then they can have an argument or whatever. But I just get the sense that Today, she's, she's the alpha. From 11.15 to mm-hmm. 11.32, you can discuss something with me and use. Uh, you can raise your voice one yes. octave. Yeah. So, And she also, there's a story about how Harvey Weinstein in Cannes followed her into a lady's restroom. And screaming and banging on the door, door. at her, and she stayed in the restroom. Yeah. He's just up. She, he was like, I can make you a star, and she's just like, no. I'm a Hilton. Yeah, I'm a Hilton. Okay, mm-hmm. George Clooney, I'm not the guy that gets a girl anymore. You just got the most beautiful girl a wife. He doesn't want to make romantic movies anymore. He's just saying, I'm rich. I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to make good movies that I, I want to be in. I don't want him boxing himself into I don't a either. corner. I don't want him dropping out of movies. I don't either. I mean, it's got to be the right romantic lead for him. Well, that's fine, but that's like giving up and saying at 56, you can't have any romance. I don't like this, George Clooney, when you're married to the 39 year old lawyer and there is. He wants his verdict. All right. So he says if someone comes along with a movie like they did for Paul Newman in his later years, Paul Newman was probably 65 when he did the verdict. All right. But there was a younger love interest in the verdict. Yeah, you're yes, right. There, there always is. Okay, Will and Jada gave Tyrese Gibson five million dollars to stay off the internet, so he thanked them on in- Instagram. I saw that. Why did he stay off the internet? What's that all about? Who well, is he? he is. He's from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Okay, and he was too. Oh, he was accused that... of child abuse. He oh. spent the better part of 2017 being involved in a lot of public okay. messiness from his co-stars on Fast and yeah. Furious to his custody battle with the ex-wife and 
Yeah. And so here, people want to throw him a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett and my brother Will just sent us $5 million to help oh. keep us afloat. You guys asked me to get off and stay off the internet now that my daughter's legal fees will be paid. So but they, I'm on, I'm on, I'm the, on internet the internet to tell you what he, they did. He's, since he's gotten that $5 million, he's shared four videos, seven photos, four tweets, and two Facebook posts. That's just a sickness. Social yeah. media sickness. Yeah, so... SMS. I hope they got uh, him to sign something that yeah. he's paying it back. Absolutely. No kidding. Oh. Okay, Woody Harrelson I told Yahoo Entertainment. They asked him about True Detectives. True Detective, excuse me. I don't see doing that again. Well, I think what happened is he said, sure, I'll come back and do another one. He said that a couple years ago, yeah. I think. But I think after the last one... Um, Martin, he played Martin Hart. Yeah, I loved that, that first True Detective. So good. He said, "I, I, you know, one and done. It, we had a good run, but everyone would compare it. It's not as good yeah. as the first year. And why do you need that?" Uh, right. He's right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is right about that. Alec Baldwin says, "Au revoir to Twitter again." That's because he just can't keep his. He, he, he just he can't stop himself. He really just sometimes he has goes, diary of the finger. Of the pointer fingers. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does it all under the F for like his foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Doesn't he was matter. doing some mansplaining about Harvey Weinstein and Rose McGowan. No one needs to hear it. And this and that. And yeah, people really don't want anybody He's, mansplaining. You've got three kids, soon to be four, four. kids under five. Um, focus. And you're playing Donald Trump on SNL. Focus. You've got plenty of things to do. Now. He's got a book out too. Well, oh that's probably Stay a off the internet. good idea. <laughs> all right, people. We'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> We've got Hollywood news. Rose McGowan's got a book coming out.